I don't want it. God, why is, why is it so much higher? I put a new read in and it's super sharp. <laughs> Blow really flat. Okay, okay. Or it's really sharp. Really One, sharp. two. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick uh, solo piece. Yeah, go for it. Um, for for our audience, here we go. It's, um... <laughs> Are you literally playing a grip? <laughs> You've been working on your grips. I can always play grips. People are just cunts. <laughs> well, it depends on the definition of grip. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 134 of the Channel Ramp Podcast. Wow, we got that high already. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty high. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That is I. And if you didn't know, I will politely inform you that we will be using some salty language on this episode more than others. Probably usually. more yeah, than probably usual. Probably more than usual. <laughs> so if you would like to listen to something else, you have five seconds to do so. That is five, four, three, two, one. Motherfucker. Ah, fucking fuck, you fucking cock. Motherfucker. Did we, did you, wasn't that you and me used to do that? We used to do the motherfucker. Yeah, you like the... Right. Motherfuck. You're doing the oh. same pitch as me, though. So you gotta okay. go, okay. and then you gotta do a harmony. Got it. E- e- motherfucker. There we go. That's Nailed it. <laughs> I forgot which. We one. haven't done that in a while. It's <laughs> been a long time. I'm surprised at how well that turned <laughs> out. Uh, so, listeners, you, that's you out there right now. You can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Send us a screenshot of your review, and we will send you a sticker. You I know, just sent you know out a just, super late one, you apparently. Know who just added a podcast to their service? Who's this? Amazon Music. Oh, so, so i got to figure out how to do that, too, now. Yeah, i got to figure out if we're on there. Because I wonder if when we um, upload to iTunes, it just goes everywhere. Yeah, um, it's, it's, you know, it's tricky. I've told, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, so real quick, I'm going to address this in the chat. The internet is cutting in and out like a motherfucker, so sometimes we'll be on and sometimes we won't. Don't spam the chat with, it's gone again, it's back again, it's gone again. It's just, yeah. there's nothing we can do about that right this now. This is actually not our fault. This is actually not our fault for once. Yeah, Cox is being a bunch of cocks. Uh, <laughs> listeners can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We have a few of those today. Like the Chanter Rant on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and if you're Australian, Snapchat. Let's get mm-hmm. them socials up, boy. And LinkedIn. Look for us on LinkedIn. Right. <laughs> We're not on LinkedIn. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> look for, look for our uh, forthcoming OnlyFans page. <laughs> we should do that just to have it and put nothing there ever. Just have our own well, OnlyFans? Maybe I'll start videoing my sexual escapades and put them on there. I don't know. Uh, make sure you get consent. I'll, I'll just blank out the faces. That's legal, right? No, no, that's not. <laughs> that's not legal. We're going we're gonna to do it. See our OnlyFans, and it's just... Andy just hitting a <laughs> flashlight, <laughs> just wanking it. Yeah, and every once in a while I have a guest on, like Eric Evanhouse, with his special. Yeah, I mean, flashlight you know, I think I think if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that we need to diversify our revenue streams. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was busy before. I've or, got 17 or, or maybe, jobs now. Maybe in the case of your OnlyFans, less of a revenue stream and more of like a revenue squirt. You know, <laughs> <laughs> our revenue ropes, if you will. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> you can check out the Chan Ritz. <laughs> Title of the episode, Revenue Ropes. Hold on. Where's my notebook? It's not going to be about that. We're talking about associations today. Uh, check out the Chan Ritz store at chanrant.com. Man, this is what happens when I'm drinking whiskey at 2 o'clock. Uh, we have some new merch up there. We've got the Secret Six line, uh, the embroidered hat, embroidered hoodie, T-shirt, uh, crop top, which I guess the small sizes are out of, much to Honey Boo Boo's dismay. For now. Yeah, for now. I don't, don't I don't know if we have a V there yet, but we do have... Oh, oh and then the bikini. The bikini's up. Because so. yeah. he was looking for a birthday present for his girlfriend. Oh, he was. Yeah. Channing Rat Bikini, buddy. He wanted to get her the crop top, but they didn't have it in her sides because she's like as big around as my arm. <laughs> It'll be there. It'll be there. You can support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.chan patreon.com slash channerant and you can watch our stream chop in and out like a motherfucker <laughs> I believe the comment I put in the chat was the internet is spottier than Rob McCallum's maxi pad but we're still going <laughs> uh, last but not least it's as spotty as the back of my toilet invite and share with your friends if you are on the socials if you're on your Facebook uh, you know just getting your latest dose of political rage if you're in the United States go to the channerant page Go to invite friends to like this page. Select anybody you think would be down for the rant and invite those motherfuckers, man. The more the merrier. We're having a party here. Everybody should come. Absolutely. Fosco. Yes, sir. You know. Gers. It's when the goddamn internet, after <laughs> weeks of testing and everything up, uh, the fucking Cox internet in my neighborhood, actually most of this area, just takes a big fat shit and says, you know what? You trying to stream today? Nope. Not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> you know, I have a conspiracy theory about this. Okay. I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, I think when we announced what we were going to be talking about this week, that's a certain organization perhaps... Maybe uh, gave a little payola to uh, <laughs> Cox Internet yeah. to bring us down today. Yeah, they're like they're like um, here's RSPBA <laughs> contacted Trump and was like, we need you to take care of something for us in here's, Las Vegas. Here's a uh, you know here's eight nine thousand dollars of solo dues we're not going to return. Make sure this guy's stream doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, we only have seventy five thousand dollars in the bank, but we're not going to give him that money. Yeah, we're not gonna, yeah no, fuck that. <laughs> um, okay, so as you may assume, we are doing guilty by association two. The follow-up to our very uh, controversial episode. And we're back to form, man. It's just me and you sitting in a room, getting ham. The internet's not working, and we're going to talk shit. Yeah. But so, we're also going to – we're not going to only talk shit because there are some – there's some good, bad, ugly here, I think. There's some pros. Oh, there's definitely some pros. So we're going to start off by thanking Mr. Aaron McLean for coming out last yeah. week. That was really good sesh. Um, if you have not listened to the episode with Aaron – Give it a go. Tell us what you think. Um, should we have him back, or should we, you know, just tell him to go fuck himself? I thought it was a remarkably poignant and on-topic show for us. We hit the sweet spot of drinking, I think. Yeah, no, I, it is. It is definitely. There's a. There's like. A, there's a pocket that yeah. we get into. It's so hard to do. And if we hit <laughs> the pocket, we have an amazing show. And if we overshoot it on either end, it's a little rougher. Although, Correct. I don't know. We've done sober I, I shows. I think the sober shows are okay. Bad. Yeah, we do good sober shows. You ever had that discussion? I have a lot of pothead friends, and um, I'm not a, I don't do pot. I've never even tried it. You have here and there, right? That's true. Yeah, I can't. But, I haven't been able to do it in years now because of, of well, career field change. Correct. But, but um, my friends used to say this all the time, but like drinking, like drinking, just like when you go out, like you usually are sober and then boom, right? You're just yeah. fucked. Like they always, they, my friends are always trying to Especially talk. Especially if to it's doing, you. Yeah, well, me, yeah. <laughs> but even everybody, really, for the most part. Um, but like with pot, like it's just this constant, right? You don't get over, well, I don't know. I've never done it, but so 
it's way less of an effect, right? So maybe we should start doing a show high instead of drunk. Where we, we missed, can be we missed the window for that, man. We missed the window because I, w- well, I wanted us to do me, a weed <laughs> show. Oh, man, we could totally. Yeah. Like, weed I could or you, heroin. I don't know which. I, I could get you some gummies and you could you could just be stony baloney <laughs> for Dude, I'll just episode. be asleep over it. I don't even know. How does it affect you? Uh, for me, I'm just, I'm get very relaxed. Oh yeah. 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 I'm very relaxed. Uh, back, back in the day when I was able to partake of the cannabis. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, you know, and you know me cause I'm naturally such a relaxed, calm person. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm known for. Hulk smash. I'm not, like, <laughs> definitely not known for my violent rages. <laughs> oh my God. You should have seen him before we went live here, people. And uh, last week. Oh yeah. There were, yeah, there were, uh, <laughs> There were certain certain uh, municipal inf- telecommunication infrastructure buildings that were being threatened. <laughs> <laughs> he was threatening terrorism, as Do- Doogie likes to say. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's let's uh, get through some of the nonsense, and we'll get to the topic. Alrighty. Uh, you want to get this first email because I haven't seen this one. Sure. This is uh, from our friend Andrea, who uh, says this. Just heard the first bit of your podcast with Rab challenging you guys to learn something new. How about I teach you guys some tenor? That would be great crack. You know, just enough to get you get down Scott and the Brave or something like that. A couple beers and some tenoring. It would be hilarious. Side note, in parentheses. Plus, earn you some cred with all those tenor drums you want to bang. She's talking to me, of course. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm assuming. <laughs> Josh has got a girlfriend now and everything. Yeah, and um, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't really trying the tenor drum circuit even before I had a girlfriend. Well, as we know from last week's that... You know, we have the uh, Grand Slam. The Chanarant Grand, Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. And yeah. I have been working on that, but... I wonder... I'm, I'm sure there's listeners out there that don't want to out themselves that have completed the Chanarant Grand Slam. So oh, if I'm you sure have, you got to message us and we'll send you a trophy. Yeah, we'll send you a trophy or at least a sticker. And we will promise not to mention your name on here. You got to you gotta, <laughs> you gotta verify, though. I, w- I want you to be able to tell us specifics of... Okay, and with the consent of the person as well. Like, hey, I banged this person, this person, this person. Yeah. yeah now, right. what are we counting there? Are we counting... It, it, Bang to completion, like penis and vagina. You mean? Yeah, but I'll like, take in the ass. Well, I'm just saying. Woman. I'm just saying, like you know, two two orgasm or one party orgasm or mutual no, or no, just no, no, no. just once you're once you're in the vicin. No, no, no. Once your penis enters, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, okay. Well, that's a good question, actually. Do, like, wait, do you mean that the guy has to complete? I don't. I don't know. It's it's you know, <sighs> like does it ca- like if you banged a chick, and you didn't finish, would you count it? For you personally, you'd say I like. Let's say you banged a hundred chicks, and then you banged one more, but you didn't finish. Would you count her as one hundred and one? Because you did technically bang. I think I would. So here's the difference, though. Here's here's just something that happened to me once, and you tell me what you think. <laughs> this was in my younger days, so bear with me. Here. So eighteen eighty four. So as old. I was, I was hooking up. I hooked up with this chick. God, so many years ago. And I remember, like, as I was entering, like, it just went off. Like, so I barely got in. Oh, I remember this story. And I pulled out and, like, just, I was like, oh, well, I guess that's the end of that. So, technically, penis was entering vagina, but I knew it was about to happen, so I pulled out to try to stop it, and it happened anyway. (laughs) So, I'm like. So, you had a a little preemie. Oh, big time. And I was like, I don't know that I've ever had a preemie. I don't know if I would count that as, I don't think I counted her as having sex, because technically, I didn't get. I didn't get all the way to the balls. I've had so maybe I've, that's the rule. I've had more of the opposite happen. I've had less. I've had pretty much zero premature ejaculation than I can think of. And I've had more of times like I hooked up with a chick and we banged, and I was like, Couldn't. at a certain point, I'm just like, it's not gonna happen oh, for that, me, love. Like, that's definitely <laughs> happened too. Just, but I've definitely had to fake I just, it. I've just been like, I've been like, are you good? Okay, because we're we're done here. Yeah, 
I faked it. You ever faked it? I faked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I faked it before <laughs> with a condom. Like you can't fake yeah, it. You can't yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't do it if you don't have a condom. Yeah. Um, but or unless, unless you're just like hitting it from behind and you like you pull out and go oh and then spit on her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that called, isn't that called something? I'm sure it like is. the the Houdini or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think the one you're thinking of is like uh, you pull out, spit on her back. She thinks you came. Then when she turns around, bam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. And this is what you tune in for, folks. This is what you pay $5 a month for, apparently. 134 episodes of this. You'd think we would have grown up by now. You'd be mistaken. So, I need an answer. Did did that count as sex, my, my story? Yes, I think so. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. So, we got to determine the rules. I bet she counts it. She does. She just doesn't count it as very good. Sex. No, no, no. I, she was, her, she never her, called me again. Yeah, but. In, in her mind, <laughs> in her mind, she did bang you. It was just crap. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> well, she was like, "That's it." And then, as you approached and entered and immediately ejaculated, she's like, she's "Oh, like, that's, oh it? that's it." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh well. Oh, we just, I, I tell you what, we need a new dirtbags dirtbag Olympics show. I think. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get some submissions, man. Well, you said you've been collecting some. I have some, I do, some, I do some have stuff, some. and they're not all yours; just ninety percent yours. I'm assuming. Uh, like eighty percent. Dirtbag Olympics I, quarantine edition. I've heard some <laughs> exactly. I've heard some stories. People, People have to be me. getting up some dirty shit. Being stuck at home. But not in pipe band, though, because there's no pipe banding to be done. Isn't that the whole point of it? I mean, I don't know, man, but I mean, I can't get off now if I'm not wearing a Batman mask and long yellow kitchen gloves. That's true. I mean, I've got a good story. I think I was thinking, should I save it for Dirtbag Olympics? But it relates to the association thing, so I'm, I might give it to Well, let's, let's, let's get to, yeah, let's get to the to a topic, and then we can decide what you want to do from there. All right. Um, I'd like to welcome a new patron, Ross. Woo! Cheers, Ross. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, you, I think he also sent us, I'm pretty sure it's the same Ross that sent us an email that we'll get to later. <laughs> oh, boy, did he ever. A, a bit of a, a weighty tome, if it will. You know, every time we get a new um, patron, mm-hmm. I have an erection. It happens to me every time. <laughs> so, people, if I don't know if you're listening to this, but aren't actually a member of the uh, Patreon army yet, but just join. It's five bucks a month. You get to watch us fuck shit up on the uh, YouTube whatever we're on right now i don't even know uh yeah and you get to you get discounts you get behind the scenes stuff you get early access to videos mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. the part two of winter storm the patrons got like two weeks ago yeah so i'll we probably still haven't posted i'll probably i'll probably repo- <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll release it eventually i'll release it to the public soon um i try not to it's always weird because i try not to release stuff like new merch or new videos or anything like that close to when we have an episode because i'm usually asking for submissions and things and so right, i don't want like, to ask i don't want to like dilute the episode by saying hey here's a video considering there's six listeners and like yeah, you're asking have, them for a lot yeah they have very short attention spans <laughs> all six of them uh, um real quick we have a fantastic oh, i've already talked about the secret six, six merch so i can take that off we have a fantastic milestone we've hit oh what's that uh as of la early this week i want to say i think it was probably earlier this week we the chanterant podcast have officially broken 100,000 downloads in 134 episodes. Get on that shit, boy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We hit 100,000? 100,000 downloads. Excellent. That's fantastic. 134 (laughs) episodes. So... Wait, just heartfelt hold. thank you to everyone who tunes in the show. Everyone who has ever recommended the show to a friend, you yeah, have man. made this possible. Appreciate it. Especially the the crew from the Matt Willis episode that probably really put us over the edge. Man, he's got some fans, isn't that guy? Apparently, yeah. yeah that episode that episode took off. And uh, and, and I see Rabs in the chat, so i got to figure out what episode he hit 100,000 because I'm pretty sure it was like episode 200 or some shit. Or... <laughs> let's let's see how the competition fuck, goes with fuck the Rab. Fuck with the Rab, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. No, in all sincerity, thank you everyone who tunes into the show. 
got us to 100k uh, 150 baby we're coming for you <laughs> what do you think 150 by episode 604 <laughs> i think so something like seems that seems to be slowing down if this quarantine continues we're like people are having a hard time keeping up because they're not com- they're not commuting, they're not commuting. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> we need we need the commute to be successful um okay moving smartly forward speaking of mr rab the big rab show awards are upon us once again mr fusco what do you think about that Fuck those! Fuck those goddamn awards! Fuck them! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've been in some way, shape, or form involved in those awards, entered in those in some way since the beginning, and we've never won. And I'm calling bullshit that we've never won a big rap show award. Nothing. Although we might win this year because yes. So in an interesting turn of events, we've hazed Rab enough to where they are no longer accepting nominations for themselves. Yes, thank God he was so, in every guy. He won every goddamn category. So yeah, after except eight, for Beard. After eight years of uh, <laughs> giving themselves awards, or however long it's been, uh, no. But seriously, the Big Rap Show awards are pretty cool. Um, I'm interested to see how it turns out this year because nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. Like, what's the most emotional moment going to be? The canceling of the worlds? Yeah, and just like, and like everyone just sitting at home, like crying into their gillies. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? If, you, if, you, if you're speaking, a, I'll give a shameless plug because I fuck with Rab enough. Um, one, this sweet bottle opener that I'm about to use to open a beer he sent us, and I modified, so it's also a one of the six bottle opener. And two, uh, if you're looking for something to soak up your tears from the entire season being canceled uh the big grab show golf towel i have one of those and that's pretty great i have one too which they're fantastic it makes a much better tear soaking towel than cum soaking towel uh, i've had some success yeah it gets a little crusty but i've had some this is why i never borrow your towel <laughs> but the big grab show awards are upon us and we are seeking the support of the six so we have a couple things that I think, Fusco, we could legitimately uh, be nominated for. I mean, granted, it'd be funny if we were just nominated for everything, but I think legitimate things would be nominated for. Uh, Best Beard, which you still have never won. Never won. Which is kind of tragic. I'm calling out Rab for... Uh, he needs to eliminate Frenchie McFrench stick. That guy, Gus... Gar, Gar, what the fuck this guy? Sicard should never... He should be taken off the list. The guy's won like seven years in a row. Like, just take him off the list, man. Just, get a, just get a more glorious beard. <laughs> I don't want to look like a wizard. <laughs> this guy's got the wizard's beard. You oh, know? Jesus like, how do you Christ! That um, best social media. So that's something we could we could probably contend. Yeah, it's it's coming along. And big rap show legend award. Which I mean, come on, who's more legendary than us? Yeah, this, the scrappy upstart podcast <laughs> that started with two guys making dick jokes in a room and got all the way to two guys making dick jokes in a room. <laughs> and a whole lot of complaints by his audience for thinking there's a war on between us. I think that topic earns us legends enough yeah we are we are fairly legendary among the uh gossip girls that are big rabs <laughs> fucking his audience well you got to keep in mind man it, it's a small country there's not a lot going on in the evening so yeah, <laughs> they yeah. kind of they don't have much to do except for stir shit <laughs> it rains a lot there people um okay so i am ready to start talking about this topic do we need to take a quick breather are you going to put in a pre-recorded ad here perhaps for mcclellan bagpipes <laughs> Oh, am I supposed to just like go? Oh, I thought you wanted to do oh, it. Am, oh, you want me to do it off the cuff? <laughs> you want me to do it just right off the cuff? All right, let me pull. Let me pull up the uh, info from. No, not. Let's just do it live. Fuck it, do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Is the email from Brady still in here? It should be from Joe Brady, but I think I forwarded it to you probably. Oh, here we go. I got it. Ready? Three. Camera. Go, go to the bottom of the list because we've already read the top yeah. of the list, and don't go to me because I I don't have it in front of me. 
This episode of the Channer Rant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes. McClellan Bagpipes are born in Scotland, but made in the USA. And McClellan, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding, most beautiful-looking bagpipes. A nice, rich, warm, stable tone. So, get your McClellan Bagpipes today by going to BespokeBagpipes.com. That is McClellan Bagpipes at BespokeBagpipes.com. Wow, that was brilliant. Good job. I, know, I feel like the music was a little loud. It was a little loud, but I can break it down on my side. That's okay. But it doesn't matter. Anyways. We can always do more. I'm not worried. <laughs> All right. Fusco. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oops. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Guilt by Association Part 2. The follow-up to our probably most hated episode of all time <laughs> by people who are in the know. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I all mean, the people sitting in the hot tubs right now are very, very nervous. Very obs- well, and it's so funny, too, because like they had fucked up so much less then than I think now. You think so? Yeah. So, But, I mean, I do. I, I, like I said at the beginning, there are some things that I believe were done well, some things that I'm happy to see happening. And some things that I am just like still, you know, a little, a little sore, a little sore in the old rectum about. So let's just start with what kind of prompted this. Uh, the Western United States Pipe Band Association, our association, to which I am also a member, uh, both as a soloist and a band and as an event organizer. See, I was smart enough to only register as a band. So well, I think event, I don't, I don't think I have to pay to be the event organizer, but probably um, not. Yeah. They uh, they hosted a State of the Wuspaba Address. Uh, it was a one-hour Zoom session that members were, I think, I don't think it was all members that were invited to attend. I think it was like a representative from bands or something. No. Uh, well, rep, band representatives were allowed and then soloists. Because I, yeah. People so that paid their money. People that, paid their, people that paid their dues. Yeah, yeah. And we could have shared, I could have shared it with the whole band, but who's going to go? No, wait, no, no, just no one has the nerdiness of that, but me and you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they held this event. It was a uh, one hour uh, kind of performance theater about, you know, like how, you know, what's going on their their kind of reaction to the cancellation of the season um answering some of the questions that we've been posing for months you know about you know about whether or not uh, band dues were going to roll over whether or not solo dues were going to be retained well, that's what we cared Who's, about but there's a lot more than yeah that. there was a lot more than that you know basically the general thing that pipers always want to know is you know what are you doing with my money especially in this climate where associations left and right are falling under incredible scrutiny for misappropriations of funds, <laughs> RSPBA, <coughs> uh, Pipe Bands Australia. <laughs> so, you uh, tuned in for like the last half, but you rewatched it, I'm, I'm told. I, I tuned in for all of five minutes, and then I did rewatch it. This so, what, are you, what were your thoughts, just kind of general off the cuff before we get into specifics? My, my initial thoughts are, I'm glad they did it. It took a long, it took way longer than I think it should have for them to do it, but I'm glad they did it. A state of the Wuspaba address should probably happen every year. At least. At least. But, and they did it very close. Well, it's getting close to the elections and I, I don't know what spurred them to do it now, but maybe six months after elections, maybe they should, I don't know when the new crew figures out what's going on, they should do something like this, but I'm glad they did it. And I did watch it and I was like, fuck are they talking about <laughs> it was a lot of that um but but otherwise i mean every major organization should do this right yeah i mean especially i think now uh you know one of the criticisms that we've levied is that in this day and age 
there's no reason that you can't be communicating incredibly regularly with your constituents, right? Like, well, we're gonna get into that. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's there's absolutely no barrier to entry anymore. Like that call was literally a fucking link sent out via email that people could join in, get muted, and listen. Correct. And hear from people. Like, if you were the president of an association, you could do that every fucking month if you wanted to for a half hour. Right. We did it with our last uh, board meeting. We've, yeah. Where we just, hey, if anybody wants to attend, everybody wants to attend. You're you're all welcome to attend and see what's going on. Nobody did. Nobody did because nobody gives a shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I think but that the option should be there. The option the should be there, and I think that you know, I think gone are the days, especially in the area of the era of everything being work from home, everything being online. Gone are the days where you have an excuse to not be accessible. Right. You know, uh, there's absolutely no reason you can't do something like that, hold a forum like that. There's absolutely no reason you can't fucking write an email and send it out saying, hey, here's what we have going on. Um, there's, I mean, there is a reason, and we'll get to that. The reason is fucking laziness. Well, that too, but it's remarkable that it took this long to get to this point. And I think Zoom and this pandemic is actually going to, it's going to open the world, pipe band, and probably everything. A lot more. People are going to be able to work from home probably after all this is over. We're figuring out that this is way easier than we thought it was because it forced us to do it. We're going to hear from uh, Cobra in a, at some point about like how the Midwest has been doing things like this yeah. for 10 years. Like, where is everybody? Like, what? This is. It took this to get to this point? I do, and it's insane that it did. It's insane that it took a global pandemic to get people to realize they could use technology to their advantage. I mean, yeah. we've been doing it for years. Yeah, absolutely. The only reason all you people are listening or watching right now is because we knew that you can easily disseminate te- information or in our case dick jokes yeah using technology <laughs> for very low barrier to entry i tell you what we don't have 75 grand in the fucking bank no we don't to run the show <laughs> and we still reach thousands of people every fucking week yeah absolutely so i think okay i will agree so i do i'm really glad they did it um i too think that why did it take so long that is that is the criticism that we've been leveling kind of here and there for months like dude it's six fucking months what is gonna happen make a fucking call and tell us what the call is and you know mm-hmm. some of the highlights of this and we're gonna try to uh talk you know we have some emails about other people's associations but this beginning part we're mostly gonna talk about ours some of the talking points here like they talked about you know the cash they got in the bank seventy five thousand mm-hmm. dollars like ready to rock uh forty five thousand in savings uh you know um intention to like start a money market fund like there's money there mm-hmm. why is the website shit why do i never hear from you why is our two sports still a thing like oh, where's our two sports where's the you know where's it going i mean we boot- about invest in a fucking app that every goddamn games can use to organize their bands athletics everything i mean you could fucking pay to develop something with that kind of money like easily what the you fuck you can spend 10 <laughs> and pay to develop something hey i get a text message on my phone that says hey uh, you've got 10 minutes to you compete. You're, because at, the you're steward, at table three with... <laughs> over. And by the way, the map of the yard is here, and this is table three. And then guess what? Then Voldemort doesn't have to... We don't have to have a fight with Voldemort because people are cunts. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, I think in this day and age, and we've talked about this before, like, you know, why isn't there a thing where I check in on my phone when I get to an event? Why isn't there a thing that sends me a push notification that says, hey, we're five minutes behind. You're going to be at table two with Bruce Hitchings. Here's where it is. Right. Like, geolocated. There you go. Yeah, geolocated... Put a map because we do a concert. Hey, we're every pushing year. out. Hey, we're pushing out. Uh, here, here are the results. The results are boom. Just on your phone, right, right. there. Done. We do a concert every year at the uh, whatever the fuck library place is. Right. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's whatever fuck library. But uh, our old president uh, Lauren created this thing in Eventbrite where she actually had to map out 
the exact all the seats the seats yeah so when we could sell them on eventbrite because it was such a sold out event humble break um that uh <laughs> we had to start <laughs> we selling right before we cancel <laughs> <laughs> we had to sell it we had to sell tickets for it right but she created this map of all the seats so that we could keep track of what's going on like that took her all of well i mean it, who knows how long it took her but it it wasn't hours. a major part yeah. of her life. No, like that's not. It's not like it's her create profession. a map of the park, put, plan where the tables are going to be, and then tell people where they're going to fucking be. Like wh- what? Yeah, what? I I think you're totally right. I mean, in this day and age, and here's here's you know this is kind of a larger criticism that I think I'm running into before we talk about you know the main topic of how our associations handling the pandemic. I feel like you have there is a culture that has been created of really just accumulating wealth. And it's not like they're paying their people. Like they're they're, no, they're 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 accumulating a lot of cash and they're not spending on anything that actually like benefits members. And it's a non profit organization. It should be run to where like you don't have to zero out your balance every not year. Literally, but 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 ultimately if every in mo- a perfect all world, the monies should go back into the function of the organization. Correct. Right. Like, like any non profit except for like Red Cross who are criminals. Yes. Are, should <laughs> I mean will. essentially <laughs> we're also criminals. <laughs> should be like you should be at zero all the time. Now, I know that's not realistic. The real world exists because yeah. you've got to plan ahead because things go wrong, just like your games. Like, if you guys didn't plan ahead, you'd be fucked, right? Oh, my God. Right? The, so, you got to plan ahead a little bit. When I think about the times before I was ED where they were going into what was going to be a $150,000 event with, like, four grand in the bank. Yeah. And I'm I like, mean, you got to prepay shit. So, but your budget... It gives me, it gives me heart palpitations. Like, think about that. Right. Like, like yeah, now, we, we carry we carry cash on hand to cover expenses up front, and then we have to make money to keep going. that's why budgeting exists. Like, in a pipe band, it's the same thing. Like, well, this you is why... There was a year, 10 years ago or something, where we were at, like, $300 come February. And, like, oh, March is when we get 10 grand in the bank. And we had no money to do anything until then. Yeah. I was like, wait, this can't happen. That, so that's not how it works. We get the idea that you have to have some savings, but the conundrum is you have to spend budgeting, planning it out, making sure everything sort of lines up because you should know your year, all that sort of stuff. Like, and to be honest, it's sort of ironic that we're calling them out for having so much savings when our, when we fuck with RSPBA for completely blowing their, blowing all their <laughs> everything money. they got. But granted, there's what the, they blew it on something stupid. So Exactly. It was a dumbass <laughs> idea then. It's just more of a dumbass idea in hindsight. Like everyone's like, oh, well, hindsight's 2020 on the, you know, recon, on the recon of the RSPBA building. Hindsight is 2020. We were all still pretty sure well before that that it was a dumb fucking idea. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody's saying, man, I was really on board for this, but now I realize that it was a complete waste of cash. Everyone at the beginning was like, this is a fucking complete waste of cash. <laughs> and then they did, it's like the Allegiant stadium. It's like, this is a complete waste of cash. And then they did it anyway. And now everyone's like, man, we were right. It's still a complete fucking waste of cash. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's one of those things too. Uh, and this is, I listened to Rab's episode uh, this week. Oh God. I think, yeah, I think it was this, this past week. And he talks about um, the resignation of Ian Pembleton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's his well, last name, Well, it was right? retirement. You keep saying resignation, but Re- theoretically he retired. Well, you, you, I mean, you can you, do both. You could you can interpret that how you want to, yeah. but he retired. But And he was very old. Give him credit for that. Oh, yeah, he was very old when he started, man. <laughs> that's um, true. <laughs> but, uh, but he is a legend, at least a voice. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I think well, Rab made a point on his show that I actually really jive with because he said, you know, don't promote with – he said he would like to see I'm Rab's going to get on me if I paraphrase this incorrectly but he would like to see them put the call out for a new CEO to a broad market and not potentially just promote from within 
Because what you need in these organizations is you need An people outsider. who know how to run a business. Correct. Whether they have a passion for pipes and drums, whether they have experience in it, that doesn't really matter, right? Like the reason I'm at where I'm at with the games is because I know how to run a business. It has nothing to do with the fact that I was a solo player or a band player or any of that kind of shit. Right. Nothing at all. It's just balancing books, cutting fucking budgets, and telling people no to the things they ask for. Like that's 99% of my job is being the bad guy. Well, I think you also need to make the, in the RSPBA's case, to make the um, people that give you the money to run this thing, make them happy. You need somebody that's independent. Like that's not in the inner circle of hot tubs and fucking. This is why they should hire me to be the CEO of the RSPBA. Hot tubs and whores. That should be the name of this episode. (laughs) Hot tubs and whores. Oh, would you stop? You were going to fucking actually poop yourself. I had Taco Bell late last night. It works. It worked. Uh, how is that different from any other night? I only do it like <laughs> once a week lately. That's, what, <laughs> that's how I'm losing weight instead of getting it. But um, but yeah, so I think that there is something to be said for, you know, acumen. Like you really just need someone who can run a successful business more than someone who is passionate about the subject. Correct. And actually, if they're slightly dispassionate about the subject, it might give you a bit of an edge because then you can, you know, not spend a million pounds on a building that's only worth 500,000 pounds. <laughs> Or in the case of our association, I think, you know, I don't think they've reinvested enough in their communications. I mean, the the website for the Western United States Pipe Band Association looks like basic-ass HTML from 1998. Still. Still. And this is in the age where, like, I have clients I work with now for my freelance business that I turn around a fucking full-on responsive interactive site for, like, 500 bucks. It's not that expensive. It's really a, not. Hire a developer. A, a Wix or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Whatever the other one's called. A Squarespace or whatever. Yeah, any of that kind it's of stuff. It's not that difficult. I mean, the <laughs> Chanterant site is nicer than the Wusswubba site. It's cleaner and smoother. Yes. Like, what? that should not be a thing that's possible. A $75,000 budget organization <laughs> and a... $12.45 budget organization. <laughs> like, like my website shouldn't be better than yours. Well, here's the thing. Did, did you see the comment? I forget when we posted the Wuspaba link for the YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, what, some, and being sarcastic, like, what is the average age of the people on this fucking call right now? Because the opening screen, which was all video, <laughs> is like everybody, 60 plus for sure. 100%. Guys, this is, like, really? Like, you put Kevin... Oh, all right, so last year, Kevin Conquest was in charge, bring them right? both, or did you only bring the partially empty? Just that, because I was like, I'm trying to get us to keep us in the sweet spot. Uh, <laughs> I intentionally limited us Smart. our whiskey. Smart man. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, and I don't know exactly what happened, but I heard rumors there was a lot of, like, no's, right? And we've we've had this locally, where the oh, yeah. local St. Andrews Society, a bunch of young people went in to try to, like, make it interesting, and you just... From the Ab- old people, know all the time. Absolute, absolute shutdown. Now, not of people, who are, of people who had energy and enthusiasm about making making things happen. Right. So, if you guys wanted your organization to die, uh, talk past it a bit because you're popping your piece. Okay, sorry. So, if you guys want your organization to die with nobody in it, and, and you're the last generation that makes it happen, like great. Okay, yeah, let it let it happen. I yeah. mean, I guess what? Like, you got to pass it on eventually. So. And just like our local thing or the wisp, like, holy moly. And there's probably other people. There's like three pages of people, but the ones on video who don't seem to know how to use Zoom, like, you don't need your video on. There's only the people that are talking yeah. need to be there. Well, <laughs> I, I completely agree. And like, I, I don't know. I think about longevity a lot, right? 
I mean, I, I have the thing, and I, I always talk about the goddamn games because that's like the closest thing I can think of to where I have some kind of, I have a hand on the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the other things I'm involved when in, involved way, with, I help, but I don't really steer as much. By the way, you ever heard that song, Willie Nelson's uh, "Hand on the Wheel" song? It's so fucking good. It's good. It's I'm great. a big Willie Nelson fan. It's a great country song. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go and the Highwaymen too. You know, <laughs> get yeah, them all that, together. That's, oh yeah, that's some good shit right there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, like uh, I use it a lot as an example because it's one of the organizations that I feel like I have some kind of creative control over, aside from obviously this company. But yeah, like I think about I I have a term that my volunteers and my board hear a lot, where I talk about the hundredth Highland Games a lot. Mm-hmm. And everything else is like directing towards that. Like everything else is directing towards the hundredth Highland Games. I won't be alive for that, but there will be one if I do my job right and get someone else coming after me and do their job right, and get someone else coming after them and do the job right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's just you just gotta you have to know what you know and know what you don't know. I think that's where we find the largest failures is, <laughs> you know, people who don't aren't willing to seek help when they need it. Right. Well, I, so this, this, this is a conflict I have. And when you're looking at the people in charge of this thing, which, you know, okay, just like in modern, like in politics, when it comes to voting, like old people vote, right? We know this, like younger generations care less or haven't gotten to the point where that becomes important to them because they don't have kids that they're worried about, whatever. So, but this is exactly what's going on. Like in Wuspaba or any organization, the people that have been around a while that seem to care about, oh my God, the fucking history of California piping. <laughs> oh my God. Like who gives a f- shit? I don't care. Well, but maybe people out there care. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'm, not, I'm not the norm. I understand that. And, and it's not that but I like, wouldn't love to learn more about the history of California piping, but I'd also love to have results within six months. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> Prioritize your targets here. Listen, Listen, if you guys want the kid, like they have this whole youth thing, right? If you want the kids to care, the kids don't care about their some mix somebody of somewhere wearing the kilt from coming over from Scotland to to settle the California desert, whatever the fuck. They want to have a good time. They want to play music with their friends. Like, emphasize that. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I get it that you're all old and don't know what the fuck's going on, but. It's it's not gonna work. That's not how you. That's not how you energize people to want to be participate. No, and I think I think that's an important uh, word. Energize, right? Like you have to Huge. you have to fucking because especially when you have when you have an organization that's all volunteers, right? Like which this one is. I mean, most of the most of the U.S. ones are volunteers. It's not people that are getting paid fifty thousand oh, pounds to fucking I think it's run a almost thing. Almost exclusively volunteers. Yeah. So you have to have some kind of energy there of like hey this is what we're doing this is how we're moving forward this is how we're changing with the times and from what i have heard from people who have participated that are compatriots of mine in these kinds of organizations the the pushback on that is severe you think oh yeah yeah like the pushback on why would we do anything different than we've always done things is fairly high and it's like dude you don't have a choice you either evolve or you go the way of the fucking dinosaurs like <laughs> right that's what RSPBA is learning right now. <laughs> They're learning it the hard They're way. They're learning it the fucking hard way. And I think that realistically, every other association, honestly, most other nonprofit organizations and groups really need to take a look at that case study and pull some data out of that and say, hey, this is what could happen to me if I'm not willing to be a little more agile. Mm-hmm. Going back to the fucking uh, 
youth education committees and things like that's what they're spending money on. Right. So we we have money being spent on instructors to try to help these committees generate more committees and more subcommittees and all the, and just this kind of perpetual bureaucracy machine <laughs> that let's, let's have more people like let's, nobody like all the conversations during this broadcast were about here's how we're spending money to develop our team of volunteers and committees nothing about like the fucking people who were paying you that money to begin with right right i mean granted they rolled over band dues which was a smart fucking move big time if they didn't do that it would have been fucking anarchy because I wouldn't have stand, I wouldn't have stood for that. Not in a million years. You would have had a second season with no piping. <laughs> there would have been very little bands because nobody's making any money. Yeah. So because we're all fucked, shit? right? So how can we afford our three hundred dollar band dues that you decide you want to keep right. if we don't have any gigs coming in because everything's shut down? Can so, I make a suggestion? Yes. I want to pee my pants if we don't take a break. Okay, we will take a break here in a minute. Or you can just keep going. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, we we got this. All right. But that's what it comes down to. Is like. You're, I feel like they're alien. This is the way I would put it. I feel like these organizations have been alienating their base for a very long time because they think their base is the people who are volunteering inside of the organization when in reality it's people paying dues. Correct. And so what, what do you do with that? We'll find out right after this break. I love it. <laughs> switch, to the, switch to the episode art. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, this, this episode of the Chanterant Podcast, brought to you by the Chanterant Store. Buy all your great Chanterant gear and t-shirts and even tape tops for the ladies. It's a hot one out there, this world pipe band competition, so don't forget to hit the Chanterant.com and buy yours today. <laughs> Alright, and we are back. So, Scott. Yes, Josh. We we've taught we we've levied some complaints. Um, I feel like we've levied very few compliments. I, I've got a great compliment. What is that? So let me tell you a story. <laughs> story time <laughs> with story Andy. Time. So um, let me talk, let's, talk, let's talk about a positive of this event. I would like to. Yeah. So the night that this event was happening, I had a lady over. A young lady of the night. Well, that's why you didn't tune in. No, well, that's you why I cut rimmed. out early. That's why I cut cut out early. So anyway, so I I clicked yes, like let me watch this thing. So I was kind of listening, and, I, and really the only thing I cared about because we've heard nothing, we've bished about it on the show forever. Was now, what's going to happen with the what's deuce. happening with our dues? The band like, dues specifically. Band dues. My solo dues are gone forever. Right, but I I didn't pay for solos this year. So that's because you were smart. Yeah. So I only pay I paid the band dues, which are three hundred bucks, and I was I'm like. They're, they have to address this, right? But that night I had a, a girl over. Female you know? caller. Yeah, yeah. So, she, like, it's on. It's on my computer, and I'm just sort of half listening as I'm doing shit. And she comes in, and she's like, oh, what's that? I'm like, so I kind of explain. She knows I'm in pipe bands, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, she knows kind of what's going on. And I said, oh, well, I'm, like, the thing that we're pissed about, she knows about the podcast, et cetera, I'm like, is that I want to know what the fuck's going on with our dues. We spent this much money. We've heard nothing. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, whatever. So we're listening, right? At least they buried it in the last fucking quarter of the goddamn meeting. <laughs> I know. So we're sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? This is going on forever. Let's let's like let's fool around. So literally, I got this chick in my bed. I'm going down on her. I'm literally fucking going at it, licking her vagina, right? That's what going down typically means, <laughs> unless she's got a cock. 
<laughs> and they start talking about bandus. So my ears perk up. There's <laughs> a kind of like, I'm like, oh, oh. Hmm. Okay, I, wanna... I hear the treasurer come on because they and I didn't realize who I'd never even heard of the guy, and he mentioned he starts talking about it. So this is what's funny about this. So, <laughs> so he says, "Oh, so we decided to give the bandu or roll over the bandus to next year." So I'm fucking. Now this is this is gonna come across the wrong way. It's gonna make me look bad, but and she's she her she like sits up and she's like, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> I love this girl already. <laughs> She's like, he just. I'm like, no, I was listening. <laughs> I'm literally fucking head going down on someone during the Zoom call, full face in her vagina, while they're talking about this shit. This chick is awesome. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, no, I heard it. She's like, okay, listen, you shouldn't be listening. You should be focusing on your goddamn yeah. orgasm. I'm like, focus, <laughs> focus, focus on the orgasm. I'm not giving you apparently. <laughs> apparently not. Like God Almighty! So and, and it, like as soon as like I was like I heard that I'm like you know what like I can't afford for you to be distracted I need you to focus so I turned it off at that point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was it, that so was, there was a positive. It was so boring, and yeah. they got to the point that I cared about. Well, that was one of the things that frustrated me. It was like everybody only had one question. Everyone that tuned in is like, "What's happening with my fucking money?" You could have done that in the first five minutes. And would a bunch of people tuned out maybe, and they wouldn't have been able to listen to your goddamn script that you wrote for? Oh my god! You want you had a whole thing about that. It's you talk about that. The whole thing was literally scripted. What did you call it? You called it something interesting. It's, it's theater. It was pipe band theater. Oh, it was theater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was so, like let's suck each other's dicks in the most. I, all right, I don't want to give them a hard. They're volunteers. All right, let's yeah, give them credit. But like, nobody still, gets paid. Blah blah blah. Yeah, nobody gets paid. But and like they're volunteers. But, you know, and still they, do a good job. And you know they had a very successful season of not throwing any contests. But it's like, dude. Like when I'm lit- I'm watching people and it's Zoom right so it's video and I'm watching people read their prepared remarks. Oh, everything was written on their screen. Yeah. And now I would like to invite the most glorious member who has worked so incredibly hard on this season of no contests. Like, <laughs> dude, they were. And I'm like so sitting there, I'm like, each other's dicks. And I'm like, man, like I understand you guys work hard in a normal season. You get it, but like, there's a. Like, but it took it took six months for you to tell me whether or not I was getting my dues back. You're not working that fucking hard. Yeah, like the one dude talked about, like, we have this meeting every, I don't know, how, it wasn't every Sunday. Maybe it was every other Sunday. I forget what it was. I'm thinking, wait, Mormons are having meetings on Sundays? I so are we going to nominate that. me for Wisp of the President since I'm not going to get the <laughs> RSPBA job? I'm thinking about, actually, like, imagine, dude, you would run into the same shit Kevin Conquest ran No, into. I wouldn't because I'm not as nice as Kevin. You think? I'm 100%. curious to see how that would go because Cahill was in there, Kevin Conquest, and like young people with with ideas were in there, and Kevin Conquest gets shit done. And any games, is there anybody more in charge and more not competent a million than years. Kevin Conquest? No. So like, how did he not? How was he not able to wrangle them into doing anything? Because he cares about people's feelings. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's a just genu- so professional. You have to keep in mind he's a genuinely nice and professional human being. I think it's more professional. Eh, and, I don't know. And and I am not any of those things. It's so fucking weird, man. Like it was, it was such a cocksucking fest. It was ridiculous. Like this is the greatest vice president of all time, like or right. whatever. Like, yeah. come on. Like, all right, we get it. Like everybody works hard. We thank you them. But well, like, no, I wouldn't even say us? everybody doesn't work hard. Everybody worked in the past tense hard. Well, okay, but nothing fucking happened, right? Like the yeah, AGM, the, the results of the end thing. Like the website like, is still crap. Like, here's here's what happened. You have a bunch of people that were elected at the AGM at the end of last year that threw one contest in Long Beach. Oh, I'm sorry. Another one in what? Phoenix had theirs, I think. Long Beach and Phoenix, that's it. And that's it. 
So it's easy to stroke your own dick a successful season with a ton of money in the bank when nothing fucking happened. Well, I wouldn't say they said it was a successful season, but they were like... I mean, I would say other people have worked hard to get us to where we are, but it's kind of a lame duck administration when you think about the fact that nothing fucking happened, and in a year... Well, they had a bunch of meetings that nobody knew about, apparently. They had a bunch of meetings nobody knew about. They had no communication with the membership. They didn't update... I mean, this would have been a prime time to revamp, right? That's what we're doing. I mean, we're revamping site stuff, bylaws stuff, all this crap. Because, hey, fucking, we got nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. We got no contests. We got no practices. Like, let's fucking get our shit together. That would have been the mentality I would have taken. Is, let's take this downtime and create some actual value for our customers. Here's an opportunity. You don't have to run a game. You don't have to do anything. Update your fucking technology. Guess what you just learned a lot about? Zoom. Go create an app to make games smoother next year. Or whatever it is. Like, whatever. You have an opportunity, people. As future West Papa president, Dude, I will a- deliver a monthly address via the internet where anyone can tune in. Dude, I'm going to nominate you. People, you people be will be able to vote via email instead of having to attend an event <laughs> wherever I live in person. They're doing that this year. Finally. Finally. We, let's play Cobra's. Should we play Cobra's thing? Uh, or you want to keep talking? No, no, no. Yeah, let's, get, let's get some thoughts that aren't ours. Yeah, because my thoughts are this. Like, other other people apparently have been doing shit like this for a while, not us. So we did put out the call for voicemails and emails, and we did receive... This is a voicemail, which I was saving, but we, it's very pertinent right now, yeah. from uh, the one and only Cobra. What's up, guys? It is your buddy Cobra reporting in from AR2 Drumming Studio here in suburban Chicagoland. I know you're doing most of your show this week about the WUSPA, uh, Western United States Association um, Digital Conference thingamajigger, which I did watch and I thought was actually pretty well executed and decently attended. So kudos to Jeff Mann, the rest of the team there, and everybody for, for being involved in that. I wanted to take just a second to sort of uh, brag about the Midwest Pipe Band Association. And disclaimer for just a, a quick second, I am a member of the music board here. I was previously a member of the WUSPA music board, and before that I was a member of the Midwest music board. Um, so I've been in both associations, uh, the one that you're talking about as well as the one that I'm involved in currently. And I really love being a member of MWPBA. I think a big part of it for me is that the association is incredibly forward thinking. Uh, we've had concert format at our, you know, principal, one of our principal events for years. Um, and we've had judges come from all over different regions and report back how much they enjoyed that experience. We've had bands fly here, um, you know, and participate in 2019. We had the largest competitive event in North America with like eight grade two bands. It was fantastic. And I think a lot of that comes down to what's being offered, the level playing field, really high quality judging. Uh, We tend to make sure that for our big events, we're bringing in judges from outside the association rather than using our own who judge a lot of the smaller events. Um, And I think that keeps everything really, really interesting, really fair, and very attractive, uh, competitively speaking. So 
you know, on top of that, we've got we've had virtual access to our annual general meetings for years. We have a, a technical chair. Who <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking that, nice? Shows up with uh, you know a laptop and a camera and a microphone to make sure that nobody has to come to Chicago to attend meetings. You know, they they do occur here, but you can you can fully participate and vote and all that sort of stuff from from anywhere within our geographical footprint. Six hours later. And that has really actually added a tremendous amount to uh, positive growth in the region over the years, uh, as well as being able to sort of get business done in a in a short term without necessarily having to go to mail votes or, you know, relying on having a, a physical quorum and, and, and hoping everybody can be here uh, at the beginning of November when, frankly, it's likely to snow. So... Anyway, um, I just thought I would I would send in a quick message to you guys. I know this is not necessarily quick at about three minutes right now, but um, just to take a second to uh, sort of brag about my home association. And yes, I, I do have a appointed position within one of the, the principal committees. But, you know, aside from that, I grew up here and I'm, I'm happy to be a competitor here uh, and a judge member here. And uh, I just really think that a lot of what's going on here is great. That's not to say that other associations aren't. Um, I've really enjoyed traveling to some other associations uh, as a judge, as a as a guest in, in their territories. One of the ones I would probably highlight as a um, as a really great place to to operate is the BCPA, which is the British Columbia Pipers Association. I've been a judge there on a number of occasions over the last 10 or 15 years. And I will tell you, they run an outstanding uh, competition for everybody involved. Uh, I have never been more welcome in, in, you know, a territory outside of my own as I have by the BCPA. They, they take care of everyone. They treat their players with a tremendous amount of respect. Their events are really well run. Uh, by by the team uh, there, both uh, you know the the six hours later <laughs> rules as well as the stewarding committees, and I mean really just everything. So I'd like to to call them out as a as another star association that other people should be looking to, um, in addition to my own personal one here at home in Chicago. So anyway, uh, I think. A lot of what happens in associations comes down to people doing the right thing for all the right reasons, being active, um, and trying to make sure that at the end of the day, we are focused on what matters. Quality music in a fair, competitive environment that we can all actually enjoy. Because we spend a lot of time doing this, and at the end of the day, we need to be able to enjoy it and trust it. And I can do that, and I know that other associations can do that. So thanks for covering this topic. I hope you guys are well. I look forward to the next opportunity to uh, chat with my buddies Andy and Josh and everybody else who are regulars in the Channer Rant show. And for today, signing off. Cheers. Holy moly. Dude, Honey Boo Boo's getting a run for his money. <laughs> tell you, after that, I tell you what, this is all I can think of. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so, no, I'm just kidding, Cobra. We love you, brother. Yeah, Appreciate it. I mean, granted, that was a pretty long dick sucking session of how much better Midwest Pipe Midwest Association is than everybody is else. Than everybody yeah. else. But, but <laughs> I can't, I can't fault him that because it's accurate. 
Yeah, he's accurate. Like, Absolutely. Like Midwest and Eastern United States, fucking kill it, dude. I mean, I understand. Well, useful is crap. Yeah, but they're better than <laughs> they're better than ours. Well, maybe. I, they've got their own issues. That's a whole different fucking thing. We but could I, go on years for that. Yeah, I just think that, dude. Okay. I love shit talking the Western United States Pipe Band Association. I I will never get enough of it because. I can't wait till you're president and I should talk to shit. You should (laughs) because I know what it could be. What could it be? What it could in a perfect world. What would you want? It could be a phenomenal hub of information and communication and community among all pipers and drummers on the West coast and potentially beyond who come to the West coast. You'd have to get rid of all the cunts. It could be its own network, right? Like that's what it could be. All it has to do is provide a service to its customers, which are the players and the bands. Yeah. yeah. Instead of providing service mostly <laughs> to its own self-perpetuating bureaucracy machine that is like, let's, you know what we need? More committees. <laughs> it's like, no, they you have don't. so many committees. I had no idea until I watched that meeting how many committees they've got. Holy moly. Like, I, like. I have I have a very lean organization with like two I think, committees. I think they added another music committee of some sort. They have the music board and they, they have, have the another youth one. education committee that they're Oh my god. Now that's what they're focusing on is getting you know, spending money to have instructors talk to the youth education committee about how to engage the youth. It's like why are you doing this? Just you don't have to have someone tell you how to engage Stuart Little doesn't know how to get people to want to play bagpipes in LA. No. He's got no fucking idea. You can hire him as much as you want. He could once you get those people, he could teach them how to fucking play. Here's the thing. You get Stuart they're 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 going by names, right? They're like, okay, they great. Let's hire Stuart Little and Steve McWhorter or whoever the Let fuck. Let me put it this way. Stuart's gonna be on the our kids, show. Having the name doesn't give you prestige, man. No. The kids <laughs> that are that you're trying to recruit don't give a fuck who Stuart Little is. They have no fucking They don't idea. know enough about the instrument to even know who he is. No. You're better off getting fucking the, the goddesses of bagpipes to try to get kids in than Stuart Little, right? Speaking of that, you're better. Just, you're better off. You're better off supporting the fucking bands and soloists. They're the ones that are getting people involved. Bands, bands teach students. Bands attract people across. A, I didn't learn to play bagpipes because I heard of the Western United States Pipe Band Association. No, that's the last thing you heard of. Like you're like, oh, we're part of an association that organizes competitions across like, all the I, Western I decided, that, hey, I might want to do bagpipes, and then there was a band in the area. That's what you need. You Get, need money teach into teach the bands how to promote themselves in their communities and be a resource. Absolutely. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, the youth don't care who Stuart Little and Steve McWhorter is. Like, once you get them in, and you want to have a workshop to teach them the proper way but by then Maybe, they're already by then it's they're already paying you solo dues teach, <laughs> so. all right hire steven steven mcwhorter and Stuart little and whoever else to teach the teachers so i want to get into some more uh thoughts from the audience because obviously our thoughts are pretty pretty apparent yeah uh so on facebook will says i like that band dues were pushed to 2021 they did mention that solo dues will not carry over which was a bummer to hear i get their train of thought but it would have been nice to carry over as well I don't get their train of thought at all. What what was their train of thought? Well, so okay, what what did they say was the they reason? They didn't. Uh, There's for, no reason for RSPBA. Like the reason they didn't refund anything was we've already spent the money. Get fucked. It's gone. That's bullshit. So for for our Western United States Pipe Band Association, they've got fucking cash. 
like you could carry solo dues are what like thirty dollars a year, thirty bucks. Yep. So you could carry that over, and you potentially lose income of like five grand. Like there's not that there's many no fucking people. There's no way. They so why not carry it over? As what a, are they thinking? Well, I, I'm not going to re-register. What are they thinking? Like, what is the? Why would they not roll that? I over? just th- I think they're just so far removed from the situation. But, but these guys are soloists. Like Jeff Mann is not a. He's he's a, a piper. Drum, I don't forget. I think so uh, so Rob says, uh, 2020 dues and fees will now be put towards 2021. No need to register. And that, but it's only bands. It's only bands that are being put towards 2021. Uh, like personally, I won't register. Well, he might be referring to the, he, he's in the Midwest, so maybe that's, oh, what he's that's talk, true. Maybe yeah. that's what he's talking about. I don't so know. well, Midwest did both. Did they? Yeah, they rolled over both. Why would they not do that? Like the. And this the confidence this is, this you is have addressed. in your association as a soloist, like, so I just gave you my thirty bucks. If you're in Las Vegas and you gave him thirty bucks, guess what you did? Nothing. Nothing, Nothing was nothing. Yeah, if you, you were in Phoenix shit. or Southern California, maybe you got to do one. You event, do one game. Maybe. Like, what are you talking about? So uh, this is clarified. So Aaron writes, "Sup, Josh and Andy." So in a recent email from the Midwestern Pipe Band Association, it is stated that our registration fees will carry over from 2020 to 2021. So there'll be no need to re-register. This will hopefully alleviate financial troubles for some bands. In parentheses, the RSP could never, <laughs> RSPBA could never. From what I understand, when the Midwestern Pipe Band Association's AGM rolls around, we will get more details on solo comps, etc. All the best, Aaron. So yeah, everyone else is doing that, and it's like, don't be wrong, it's a negligible cost, right? Like, Thirty bucks is not the end of the world, but it's but it's more about it's a confidence, man. It's more about building a customer base. The bank. It's it's a customer base, right? Like, do you need your thirty dollars? No. no. Do I need my thirty dollars as a like? Do I need your thirty dollars if I'm the association? No, not really. Me giving that back to you or rolling that over costs me nothing except for I gain goodwill as an organizer. I gain goodwill saying, "Hey, I know everything got fucked. Don't worry about it." Well, yeah, we'll take care of next year. And guess what? In all likelihood, next year ain't happening. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so. That's a separate. That's a separate know, issue. But think about it. Like you're going to charge me this year, and also next year is not going to happen. So guess what? Like, are you going to ask them to pay in January again? Oh, I guarantee. And, and the hopes. Guess guess who's not registering next year? Nobody. Well, guess who? Case. Guess who won't ask them? Who? Josh McEachern, whistle the president. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, man. The AGM's coming up in October. Maybe it's the, maybe that's. I don't the think time. the president's up, isn't it? Two two year terms. I don't know how it works. I know I know for a fact that the registrar's up, but it's the only one I heard. Dude, submit it. I'll do it. You want to do registrar? That's no, like the pres- no, 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 president. Oh, I'm not, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not taking a fucking bitch position. I have no idea if the president's up, but why not? I don't know if it's every year. So we have another email. This is from Ross, one of our newest patrons. Holy shit! He says, "My most illustrious fucks." I saw your ask for stories about associations and thought I'd throw this one into the pile. I've played a lot of online contests this summer. While I normally, while I wouldn't normally do the online thing, I had made myself the promise last fall that 2020 was going to be the summer of getting the fuck back out there and playing the fuck out of solos again. Little did we know, ellipses. <laughs> Anyways, fast forward to the spring after all the games had fallen faster than Andy's trousers. <laughs> I like how he capitalized your trousers as if that's a... Your trousers are their own proper noun now. (laughs) The slate of online contests grew daily, and I started entering them without abandon. Another Andy reference, my my. 
both of Jory's World Online Contest, the PPBSO Series, the Montreal Games Online Dealy, and Loon Mountain, just to name a few. While the judges' feedback and prizes were one thing, probably the best bit of learning was how each association or organization handled their contests, or, to put it another way, how each group built the airplane while they flew it. <laughs> by far, the best organized games was the one by done by Jory's BagpipeLessons.com. Take that, Piper's Dojo. Everything was super clear, efficient, and organized, at least to us competitors. The date of the contest was the due date for the recordings, and then Jory kept great communication with all of us to let us know when and where the results will be posted. He put links to every contest entry and the score sheets right on his site so all could see and transparency would abound. Close second was Montreal, who organized a synchronous contest who had actual swag to win. Pro tip, if you want to run a top-level amateur contest, provide some prizes. We never get shit and go out of pocket all summer just to participate. That's a good point. Now for the PPBSO, or for those of us who do NATO radio code, penis, penis, ball sack, Oscar. <laughs> the beginning ball sack, Oscar, comma, Oscar. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the whole pandemic, they were one of the organizations that had issued a sorry, not sorry statement saying that they needed to keep the lights on and weren't refunding dues to cover the yearly insurance, office rental, etc. that they already they were already beholden to. Fair enough, I thought to myself. No one could predict a global pandemic like this. And cash flow is cash flow. What's $50 in the big scheme of keeping my home organization solvent and ready to go for next year? Then they put up their slate on online contests. As a dues-paying member, I was able to pay a discounted entry fee to participate in each contest. Nice. And we're... And all were able to be judged by accredited Ontario judges. Double, double nice. As the summer ground along, hitting record and trying to pump out your best March Strasbury Reel 6-8 March in Peabrock video for each contest every two weeks eats up the hours. It became really apparent that this was more or less a secret contest. The PPBSO had made one post at the beginning of the summer that the series was to run and then did zero promotion after that. I watched as the entries grew in size each round as more and more players learned about it, grew they did, and along the way, a fair amount of players had, a fair enough amount of players had participated. 17 different pipers among the grade one light music and Peabrock contest. Also, the organization certainly didn't go out of the way to tell people about the results of the contests. A lot of talented people put the time in to grind out a fresh set of videos every two weeks, and none of them had their time results recognized in the slightest. No, we don't need participation ribbons mailed to us. But the expectation of being in a contest is that the first, second, third gets called out and recognized. As you two said about the whole Dunedin Fraser's fiasco at Maxville last year, which was also run by the PPBSO, a lot of what we do in the whole piping and drumming contest thing is around recognition. Considering this was their only offering for the summer, they absorbed our dues to keep the lights on, then asked for more money to participate in it, then the the least the PPBSO could have done was send an email to Pipes Drums or at least posted the winners on their website. No, they didn't have to offer a contest, and at the end of the day, I'm glad they did. It was my choice to participate, and I wanted the experience and the deadlines, but, well, fuck. <laughs> Cheers, and thanks for all you guys do. That was a tome. <clears throat> that, hey, I appreciate him really, really getting into the details of what happened, because... 
I feel like it's a it's a general sentiment of like, man, it's not that hard to make us happy because we're all doing this at an extreme personal and financial loss anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's inherent that this is a money pit. Pipe band is a money pit, people, if you didn't know that. So as, as we move through this, uh, where do we go? Where do we go with goods, bads? I mean, for me, the thing that I'm happy about is that to some extent, these organizations are realizing that they can actually just like provide customer service to the members they have previously forlorn by not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to fuck to save your own species slightly. I think that pipers and drummers will always hold contests, always play and always do things. I think that the, the vulnerability that has been revealed by the pandemic is that associations cannot survive us not paying them. No, not at all. And the veil has been lifted as far as whether or not you're actually doing anything that's worth being paid for. My question is this, though. Why do we pay them? What are they doing other than... Okay, so we pay them, and then they provide educational opportunities for the for a very small few that can attend in that particular area. So maybe they've learned that we can do this online, obviously. Okay, that's that's fair. But in, in the past... What was the point of an association? Let's take it back to the original point of why an association exists. It was to provide stewards and, <clears throat> and universal judging. They're not even providing stewards. Well, they're no, providing, not anymore. They're providing rules for the Ah, The idea contest. was the rules of the way you run the contest so that contests are standardized. Yes. So once the standardization has happened, why do they exist? Why are we continually paying $300 per band, which there were 60-some-odd bands in the West Coast. What is that? I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's a lot of money. And then how many soloists, whatever that is, like, what are they doing? Except now now they need, okay, we have all this money. we got to find a reason to spend it, so let's hire whoever to provide educational opportunities in fucking Salt Lake City for whoever is going to be willing to travel there until this year when we figured out that we can do this online, which is fair. Do it online. Do it fucking 10 years ago, 15 years ago. We could have done this forever. Yeah, I just think that, like, why do they exist? Like, I don't understand. The rules are what the rules are. Once a year, meet. All right, we're going to change the rules because guess what? This kind of thing doesn't quite make sense. Like, okay, the uns- uh, what? I don't know what the fucking rules are. I used to, I used to look at this as a as a hindrance to be eliminated. Like, you know, the the idea of these these groups that are just once again uh, bureaucracy creating bureaucracy. Something like that now they need to justify why they exist, and that's the problem. I do think there's opportunity, right? Like there's very there's so much opportunity, especially in a time like this. And this this situation we've seen this year with contests being canceled, everything going to shit. This should have been the crowning achievement of these organizations proving their worth. Mm-hmm. Because I say, oh, everything's done. Don't worry, we're doing this, 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 this. Like we're doing these workshops. You can all log in. You can all fucking have Rob Matheson talk to you about tuning for an hour for free because you already paid your fucking dues. Do it online so everybody can attend. That's, I mean, there was a huge opportunity there that was just missed completely because of, in my opinion, a lack of agility. Not even a lack of people being dedicated to the cause Mm because I completely believe that every single person who volunteers is dedicated to the success of that organization. I agree. I just don't think they know how to achieve the goals they set for themselves. And I don't think they have the agility to react to something like 
2020 and the and the pandemic and most contests being shut down and that's a problem man like you gotta you gotta be able to fucking roll with the punches mm-hmm. yeah there's I, such I, an opportunity there to create so much value such an opportunity I, I, I agree there's two things I think and, and what pointed me out was having friends that were in, highly involved in the organization previous to this year is that the lack of ability to adjust or take on new ideas is the problem well, here's, yeah, I mean, and you can tell this. Basically you can tell this immediately by what they run into. If if you can't steer the ship away from an iceberg, the ship's too big. You don't need 100 people over 16 committees. You don't, you don't need any of that, right? Like, you need agility more than anything else, especially in today's climate. Simplify. Fire everybody. Have seven people to run <laughs> the entire thing. Some people actually do it. All you need is you need to train stewards. Guess what? Stewards are shit on the West Coast. Stewards are shit. Uh, That's why we ran into our problem. Our stewards are good. That's, why would the stewards be good if we had the Voldemort problem? That's The steward that was, was the problem. The that, steward was 100% the problem. That was one out of how many years? Dude, stewards are terrible at the Vegas games. I've watched them sit there next to the judge and do nothing. They're not trained. They don't know what they're doing. No, because all the training has to come from within. I mean, okay, and this is this but actually. I'm this, saying Wuspabush should organize this. Absolutely, like this leads me. All like, stores should go to an online session. Well, I'm stores glad should be doing this. They should have some level, some basic level of training. Like, while I'm glad that the organizations are finally using technology to communicate to their members mm-hmm. for the first time in ten years, even though we've had technology forever. Right. Like, they still, and this is a big fucker for me. Waited months to do anything about the pandemic. They Six just months. abdicated. They abdicated all responsibility for contests to the organizers. They said, hey, we're not doing shit. We're not refunding shit. We're not saying shit. If the games cancel them, if, if the organizers cancel their event because they have to, then we'll eventually weigh in somewhat. And I think that's bullshit. Like we never, we never heard from Wasbuba. When we had to cancel, we had to cancel. <laughs> Did you hear them read that con- the fucking letter about like equality or whatever the fuck it was? I was so confused when they were reading it as to like, what are they talking about right now? Well, it's just- it was this whole reaction to the shit that happened in May with the cop killing. It took me. I had to listen to it twice to figure out what why they were why this even existed. I'm like. They're talking about equality and Wuspaba and nobody will blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait, was there an incident that happened? No. But they never referenced what the incident was. Why are you keeping so secret? What is the secret? It's, it's not even secret. It's just platitudes, right? It's like, it's like, hey, we're heroes. We wrote a letter. Everybody will be included. Like, that was already in. The, who's ever been un, unincluded? It wasn't even that. It, it was, doesn't affect us. It wasn't even that. It was they wrote a letter because there were already there was already wording in the bylaws that was anti-discriminatory. So, like, just so you guys know, we already have this. We're heroes. Let's write another fucking letter. And I was like, no, just tell me whether or not I get my dues back. Like, nobody cares. Like, not that nobody cares. It's not a fucking issue. Like, it's never been an issue with us. Like, I just think it's... I just think shit. it's... I think it's uh, a complete lack of understanding of what the actual issues are to their constituents. Right. That's exactly. the issue. Like, at the end of the day, it's just, I don't know what the people that fund my organization want. Because I haven't fucking asked them. Right. And it's not like you couldn't. I can send out a fucking survey via MailChimp tomorrow. 
Oh, we got a we got we got a survey Mailchimp or whatever I forget what they're using. Uh, what's the usual? What's the big survey? Survey Monkey, Survey Monkey. All their shit they're using. Is That's what they're going to use to vote on uh, members or whatever the fuck it is. So I got. I mean, can't wait to see how that goes. Let's tie this up with a bow. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go drink at the bar. Um, I do think there are good things that happened. I think that the fact that organizations have to have an understanding of technology and use it is great. I think the fact that other organizations have already been doing this is incredibly infuriating. The, we got zero details about the AGM. How do I vote? How do I attend? How do I watch? I've got no email to it's, my pipe major email. It is, is in It is in 30 days. I don't know. All I know is I'm supposed to attend with... All right. You don't have to send a link out to the last minute, but tell me what's going on. 17 times. You should... Every third day... I got the I link. Email. I got the link for the state of the address call. From my, me? Well, I got it from you first. I got it... <laughs> I got it to my account, my email account, because I was a solo registered the, like, what, an the hour before? Of, yeah, it was yeah. like It was like an hour before the thing fucking I happened. knew about it ahead of time because I was on their pipe major email or whatever yeah. the fuck. It's like, you got it. You gave it to me two days before. I got it an hour before the fucking thing went out. I'm not... I understand it's hard to run these kinds of things, but for fuck's sake, ask for help. Everybody's a volunteer anyway. Ask for fucking help. I know I'm a dickhead. I'm aware of that. If you ask me for help, I will help you. I have a vested interest in it being better. Because I want my band to be able to go to contests, and I want to be able to play contests. And I like it to be smooth and understandable. I just don't want it to be shit. So I was like, yeah, like I understand that it's hard to listen to my criticism and then turn around and say, hey, what would you do? But for fuck's sake, just fucking channer at gmail.com or fucking you have my contact info. It's saved in my solo file. Like, just get, ask me for it's help. It's not that hard to find you. Or any any of us really ask me for help. I promise I will help. I have a genuine interest. Just because I tell you you suck sometimes, I only tell you you suck when you suck. Yeah, it's not personal. Guess what? If I help and it still sucks, then it's my fault. Yeah. Oh, and people will tell him. <laughs> Our audience will make sure that everybody knows that Josh sucks because <laughs> they tell him about his grips all the time. <laughs> Play some grips, will you? Well, that's not bad. It's a decent D grace note. <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny anyway fusco we're getting into final thoughts let's get out of here yeah i, I don't even have any we, we've already done it who gives a well shit? well okay we're talking about it's final guilty, thoughts of this Josh guilty for, by association two what are your final thoughts for what what would you recommend i i want to i'm going to nominate josh for president of wuspaba i don't know if that's a thing but either this year or next year whatever it is and then when he fucks it up ultimately we're going to give him the worst shit it's gonna be great Perfectly. I'm, I'm happy to put my money where my mouth is. Or more importantly, your money where my <laughs> mouth is. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> We're going to put all your money where Josh's mouth is. Hey, at least, at least you have a website that has a fucking results up. Because <laughs> you're going to contact a registrar on a monthly, like every contest basis and be like, hey, post the fucking results. Like, uh, what's so good? Five minutes. Up? I set a timer. Like, do it. Like, oh, my God. Um, anyway. my, my final thoughts are. Thank, thank you for everyone who stuck around through the extreme technical difficulties provided to us by uh, Cox Internet. I will be probably getting a new contract, apparently, with CenturyLink. It's <laughs> all right. We're going to post this after the fact. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's recorded, so we're going to post it. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I always come back to the same thing. I understand what these groups are going for. I really do believe they have the best interest. They have the best intentions, right? 
I just don't think they have enough humility to ask for help when they need it. And that's a problem. Like, you know, ask for help. Just because I shit talk you doesn't mean I don't want you to succeed. Correct. I shit talk all my students. I want them to succeed. (laughs) In the whole band, constantly. Just because I tell you you suck doesn't mean I don't want you to get better. I do want you to be better. It's just my approach is maybe less than. Yeah, but eventually, like, you're going to run out of people who are going to just suck your own, suck your dick for you, right? Like, eventually, (laughs) you're going to run out of people that are telling you you're doing it great because you're not. Just because you're participating. Like, participation is nonsense. So, like, eventually, you know, just do better, man, and ask for help. And I'm happy to help. I'm easy to find. And I really wanted to succeed. That's what frustrates me the most. I've been mm-hmm. watching this for years. Yeah. And I just wanted to do good. And this year, in particular, was such an opportunity for every fucking association across the world to deal with, like, upgrading a site, upgrading services to members, like, anything. Because what the fuck else did you have to do? You still had all the cash, and you didn't fucking do anything with it. Right. That's what's frustrating to me, man. It, you, you took an opportunity, and you squandered it. Yeah. Well, we may have another year of opportunity. We'll see. We'll probably will. <laughs> we probably will. Uh, but with that, Fusco, I'm going to go ahead and play us out if you'll be willing to do our transition. <laughs>